right. We're live. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Hannah. How are you? I'm good. I'm very excited. Very excited to be here um, after a long, long wait of starting this podcast <laughs> the whole week. All week long, we've been itching to record. Very yeah. excited about this. So excited. Well, welcome, welcome to the to- Will Be Right podcast. Yeah. First I- episode. Yeah. I'm Sarah, if you can't tell in that. I'm Hannah. You're Hannah. And we decided to start a podcast a week ago. (laughs) (laughs) It really does feel like longer, though. Mm. It feels like every day we have... Well, we've literally talked every day about starting this. Mm -hmm. And here we are. We're finally doing it. Finally. Finally. Okay. We're excited. We're pumped to be here with you guys. So what are we doing? We're We're two, two gals, two American girlies living our best lives in Perth, Australia. Yeah, so we are coming coming to you not live. Not live. Edited. Mm. Coming to you edited from <laughs> from Perth, Western Australia. Um we are in Sarah's living room at the moment mm. and um yeah, excited to be starting this with you. So um we're here to just chat just do what we are honestly best at. And, oh, which we is are talking. really good at this. Yeah, I think pretty much anyone who has ever met us could attest to that fact. Yeah. And um, I'm going to say after a single episode, you will probably be able to attest to that as well. Definitely. Definitely. If you can make it through, welcome. <laughs> All right. Um, so we just wanted to introduce ourselves in this first episode. Yeah. Um, so I'm Sarah. I am from North Carolina originally. Um, I have been in Perth um, coming up on two and a half years. So I moved Mm -hmm. to Perth in 2019, November of 2019, after I got married. Um, My husband, Jeremy, and I um, got married in November, and we moved here 10 days after I packed up my life. (laughs) I came here in three suitcases because Jeremy was already living here in Perth Mm -hmm. because he's from Perth. Yep. Um. So I packed up all my stuff in three suitcases and came over. There you go. And have you left yet? Have I? Sorry, you left Perth? No. Yeah, since moving here, I have not left. Yeah. Yeah. There's Um, some stuff that happened after 2019 that I guess would... We won't talk about it. Yeah. We won't talk about it. It just made it it. a little harder to leave, but yeah. yeah. Um, Well, I'm Hannah. I have been in Perth. It's coming up on my um, first, first... For the anniversary. Oh, that is so <laughs> cute. Um, yeah, so my husband Jared and I moved here in um, April of 2021. Mm. And Jared is also Australian. So yeah. I am from Minnesota originally. Um, we moved here from Minnesota where we were living um, for three years before that. And yeah, so it's been just about a year. Um, and Jared's family is here. So we're. We're here for a while. And uh, we're we're here pretty pretty set. And you've you've applied for permanent residency then here in Australia. Yes. Um I have. And you have as well. And yeah. I know that because I leaned on you <laughs> very heavily for advice. <laughs> yeah. In the visa process, which is complicated, but mm-hmm. um, you know, you really learn through the partner visa process, you really learn to be able to effectively communicate mm-hmm your relationship status yeah. and the entire history of your relationship um, in great detail. And like very, I don't know if you got sick and tired of this, but like very professional terms as well. Like yeah. for every 
every document I am sponsor or no, I am applicant and he is sponsor, you know, it's romantic. like it's really it's romantic, so romantic. Oh gosh. Yeah. So um, I applied for permanent residency, um, back in, oh gosh, July, I think of 2020 mm-hmm. is when I applied and I got my partner visa July of 2021. And I, well, I got here mm. and then applied. It would have also been in July of 2021, I believe. That's when you applied? Yeah. Yeah. And then I would have, I think I got it about a, oh, I got it in October. I actually got yeah. it one day before my birthday. Oh, cute. Very cute. Happy birthday. Yeah, I know. What a, what a great gift. Thanks, Australian government. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, um, we're here pretty permanently and nice. Yeah. Hey, you guys bought a house. Yes, we did. It's, um, Jared is there right now um, mm. putting together Ikea furniture, which is – thanks for that. You guys are going through hectic renovations at the moment, we too. We are. Yeah. So that'll probably come up. But, um, yeah, it's it's an interesting thing to be living somewhere that is culturally similar in a lot of ways but mm. has a lot of differences. So Definitely. Um, and they aren't, I don't know, immediately obvious. Definitely. Especially because we're both – two English-speaking countries yes. who think that they would align quite similarly, but yeah. they don't. Yeah. In a lot of ways, they do. In a lot of ways, there are some some fun culture culture quirks. So we're excited to chat about those with you and um, kind of commiserate on some of the challenging bits and celebrate yeah. some of the more exciting bits. But um, yeah, Sarah and I have um, quite a lot in common, but also some differences definitely in our backgrounds. Um Cultural differences within the states, even mm, mm-hmm. between North Carolina and Minnesota. Yeah, very different. Yeah, also different family backgrounds as mm-hmm. well. I'm one of eight children, mm-hmm. so that's yeah. Being raised in the South as one of eight is shockingly different. I'm sure than living um, with yeah a family of four. So my parents and my younger sister Rachel um, in Minnesota. Crazy. Yeah, very different. Do you think as a young kid, do you think that you foresaw moving abroad? Oh my goodness. I am actually so happy you asked me about this because I was thinking about it on the drive over to your house. Uh, I was sure that I was going to buy my parents' house. So I was, we moved into that house when I was three months old. So obviously clear recollections Mm. of that move. Um, Hectic to bring all my baby stuff over. Um, No, but I literally, I was essentially born and raised Mm. in the same house. My husband and I got married in the backyard of that house um, because we got married in 2020. It was beautiful. It was like we got married right next to where like our place that was growing up. Just really. That's so cute. Um, I've always been very nostalgic. So that really played well into Mm. in that category of my personality. But um, yeah, no, I really I I told my parents I was going to buy the house from them. I'm yeah. pretty sure I said after they died, which is oh, um, dark. But uh, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> I know. But I, I think I was young though, and I was yeah. like, no, no, this is it for me. Yeah, I'm Minnesota. Here. Yeah, yeah, not just Minnesota. Your house, this house. Yes, this is it for me. And um, you know, my parents. I, my mom has said that um, she was sure that my sister was going to be the person to move away mm. and live outside of Minnesota, outside of the Twin Cities, and that I was going to just be there. Yeah. Um, that could not be further from wow. the truth. I live pretty much as far away as you can get, yeah. actually. Yeah. So that's pretty funny. If How you? you? Oh, um, so I'm a wedding photographer, but mm-hmm. before I started weddings, 
I thought that I was going to like move to New York City and um yeah just like be a fashion photographer which wow that's what I wanted to do and then I got to school and studied photography and I was like this is not what I want to do I do not want to be stuck in a studio yeah for a long time that's like I yeah I just couldn't creatively do it weddings was much more my speed and Mm -hmm. my style um and I don't regret that decision, but you know, what's so crazy is, yeah, I thought I definitely knew I was going to move away from my hometown. I did not want to stay in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that the city life was for me and Perth is one of the smallest cities. <gasps> it ever. is small. Yeah. I do have to say when I started dating Jeremy, I like knew it to be like a huge possibility. Like oh. I, when we started dating, I was like, okay, I actually, moving to Australia sounds amazing. Like that sounds awesome. It is beautiful here. Yeah. I had no knowledge of Perth Mm. at all. Okay. Wow. This is going to be a controversial statement right off the bat, but why would you like, it's not like it's, it's not super famous for anything. It's It's famous for being the most isolated city in the world. Isolated major city. It is the most isolated major city in the world. Yeah. Um, which is hilarious. It is this is one of my favorite facts about Perth when kind of explaining to people where Perth is yeah. uh, in the country. <laughs> if you think about flights, it is it takes longer to get to Sydney, Brisbane, Melbourne, so any kind of those kind yes. of major well-known cities in yeah. Australia. Um, it takes longer to get there, just over five hours, than it does to get to Bali. Wow. Um, which is about a three-hour flight. Yeah. Yeah. Even Singapore is closer. I think Singapore oh is I think Singapore is like a four and a half hour flight. Yeah. So when thinking about big city life, so as context, I'm from the Twin Cities, which yeah. is just over three million people. Yep. And um Perth is about two. two. Yeah. Yeah. But it has similar vibes. I don't know I don't know how it is compared to where you grew up, but Perth has similar vibes to the Twin Cities. Yeah, okay. I I'm from Asheville, which is mm. in the mountains, and we do have a little city. Like, Asheville is a city, but it's tiny, itty-bitty, itty-bitty tiny. No kidding. Um, it's beautiful, mm. but, like, it's, like, very much nestled between multiple mountains. <sighs> Makes it hard to spread yeah. at that point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I wouldn't – I would honestly – Maybe people that are in Asheville would say it's a city now, but I, again, haven't been there in two and a half years. Mm. So I think it has grown over the time that I've not been there. Yeah. But yeah. I am not. I'm literally from the mountains. Yeah. Very um, earthy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> outdoorsy. That, yes. That describes my hometown. Yeah. Perth mm-hmm. is a good place to be outdoorsy, though. There's a lot Definitely. of beautiful spaces around here. And so, yeah, so we've both been here for a good chunk of time and are yeah. planning to stay here for a good chunk of time. Yeah. And so we met. Mm. Um, we met through a mutual friend. Yeah. So you actually met Jared first, didn't you? I met, yes, I met Jared first because we were in the wedding party of our mutual friends. Mm-hmm. I was a bridesmaid and he was a groomsman. Yep. And we were at um, the rehearsal dinner and we ran into each other, obviously, because we we're on the wedding party. <laughs> and Jared was like, you need to meet my wife, Hannah. She's American. And the first <laughs> thing I thought in my head was, oh, great. Somebody else is trying to hook me up with American because yeah. naturally you're both Americans. <laughs> you must get on. That's it. The, you need one yeah, thing in common. Right. And it's from being from a very large country. Yeah. Um, and then you immediately have everything. Naturally, you'll be best be friends. friends. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I met Jared and 
then I met you two days later at the, at wedding. the wedding. Yes. Yeah. So as context for this mutual friendship thing, it's kind mm-hmm. of funny, actually. So Sarah was friends with Marcy, the yeah. bride, and Jared and I were both friends with the groom, yeah. Marcus, um, because Jared, I lived here for a year in 2017 yeah. um, when Jared and I were dating. And um, he lived with Marcus. So I right. was over there a lot. We hung out with him a lot. He's great. Marcy's great. Mm. And so I didn't actually know Marcy very well at all before the wedding. Right. And now we are good friends. Mm. And, um, but yeah, so that is that friendship that kind of. Yeah. Brought us, us together. So after the wedding, we obviously like we did not become besties at the wedding. Right. All Shockingly. three minutes that we spoke. I know. Jared was not correct. We did not. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Um, yeah, we so we met for a few minutes at the wedding, and then um, Marcy brought us together when we went to a <laughs> a musical sing along a month later. Yes, so uh, we all like Hamilton. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I can. I think I'm just going to make that as a souping statement. Um, some us, some of us, a little bit more than others. Definitely. Um, some of us enjoy listening to it uh, as a casual thing, and some of us go to a Hamilton club night, and yeah. uh, we fall into the Hamilton, the Hamilton club, club night. night. One of the most Category. wholesome events I've ever been to. I have never seen a bar with such a long line, not for alcohol, but for water. For water. So I, I, we've talked about this since, and I think there was like. Two or three alcoholic drinks purchased. This poor yeah. bar probably made such. It, they probably had the best, well-behaved patrons this night. Definitely of just old theater kids turned no profit. No, not no, no. <laughs> Good time, no but nothing was broken. I'm no. sure um, because it was just it was so wholesome. Just stone cold sober. Yeah, our kids just yeah. peeking out. Oh my gosh, it was such a good time. So that's when we, I think, really developed a friendship. Mm-hmm. Probably. Um, from there, we well, we've now been to two of those events, but it's <laughs> you know, really fun. This DJ, well, shout out to DJ Raj. DJ Raj, amazing, <laughs> very niche, very niche. Yeah, um, the second one we went to, if you're wondering, like how niche, the second one we went to was a High School Musical. It sure night. was. Um, which, to be honest, I think was a little bit rowdier, which is funny. I'm um, just comparing the two. I feel, but I do feel like the crowd was younger at the high school musical one. That's true. That's I think true. that there were more 18 year olds at that one than there was the Hamilton one. Yeah. That was a lot of like <laughs> yeah. younger millennials. Yes. Just. Yes. I agree. Um, but how another way we developed this friendship mm-hmm. was you had a second wedding when you got here. Yes. So Jared and I got married in 2020 in my parents' backyard. Yeah. Um, and um, because it was, mid pandemic or kind of, oh, I was relatively early pandemic. We, Jared's family wasn't able to come visit, um, or they weren't able to come to the wedding. We, yeah. we, uh, YouTube lived our wedding Cute. as every little girl dreams of, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, waving at an iPad to say hi, um, but it was wonderful. We were, yeah. we were well celebrated all over the globe, but because we weren't able to celebrate with Jared's friends and family, in person, we decided to do um, a vow renewal here with family and then um, a celebration with friends here. Yeah. And um, we had a little bit of a challenge with our photographer. Um, they were lovely, but ended up kind of double booking and, and we weren't able to, to make it work timing wise um, with some trips. So um, I, I actually, Jared remembered that you were oh, a sweet Jared. Yeah. That you were a wedding photographer. 
and was like, oh, let's, let's ask Sarah. I was like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. well. That's like so, a month out. Yeah. Not even. Might have been three weeks. Yeah, I think you're right. It was really close. It was and I was really like, close. oh my goodness. At this point, not only planning a wedding, but also being married already. Yeah. I was pretty over the wedding planning process. Yes. <laughs> As you should have been. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh my goodness, we just, I can't keep with these. And I messaged Sarah. I was like, hey, uh, hardcore no pressure, yeah. but I think I read through this message so many times to not come off as desperate. I was desperate, mm. um, but I tried hard not to come off as desperate. Love I don't it. know how well that worked, but yeah. Um, I don't think I felt, I didn't, I didn't read it as desperate. I'll have to go back and reread it. Yeah. I think I was more excited that I was even thought of. Oh, because yeah, because I haven't been able to shoot full time in Australia yeah. yet because a pandemic hit when I first got here. So weddings were canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also starting your business all over again when you move to a new country yeah. is freaking hard. Fair enough. So I was just so excited when you oh. messaged me, actually. Um, and ironically, I had actually just had a, a family shoot canceled. Yeah. That's that why I was thinking. Day. There's no way she has availability because I'd seen your work yeah. on uh, social media and then yeah. also on your website and mm. was like, this girl is good. Oh, um, she so, definitely has so something nice. booked, which I, it just worked out so well that mm. there was a cancellation on that day. So I messaged Sarah in kind of a uh, desperate tizzy am giving myself absolutely no grace. I think that's probably what it was. And um, she was free. Yeah, I was free. And I, I shot your reception wedding yeah second wedding <laughs> renewal vow, and, yeah. vow renewal um so we we met to talk about the shoot yes um yeah so i uh, think that's when we realized that we could talk for literal hours yeah yeah it was pretty funny so jared had like a weird car thing happen we were supposed to meet you just the two of us we're supposed to meet you at a yeah. coffee shop and chat and so that was the plan jared ended up running super late so i got there and we were just gonna chat about yeah. not the sh- shoot because we were like, all right, Jared should probably be here yeah. for this. And I reckon we talked for like two hours and I Jared so. got there and I was like, oh no, we literally haven't talked anything talked at all about, about the wedding. Yeah. We dove straight in. Yeah. We were like just life, like everything about our lives, everything yes. about our, our histories, about the moves. It was amazing. <laughs> I felt so seen and listened and <laughs> I just, oh, I felt it was such a safe place. Yeah, which is hilarious <laughs> seeing as we had hung out twice. Not even. We had hung out one time before this, and it was at a yeah. club. And it was at a club. And there was Hamilton blasting. So to be yeah. honest with you, you weren't even the most exciting part of the night. No, I shouldn't have been. No. I wasn't. No, no. That was a good night. <laughs> yes, but yes, you're so right. We'd only collectively spent maybe 10 minutes actually talking. Yes. Maybe. And then we just drove straight in. It we was did. Yeah. incredible. Jared got there and was like, oh, I'm so sorry we're late. And we were like, oh, yes, whatever. We, I didn't just, notice. Yeah. I didn't notice that he was late, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. It was amazing. It was lovely. Then Sarah shot our wedding and yeah. it was great and super fun. And she did a beautiful job. Oh, thank you. That's so kind. <laughs> and then, yeah, we just um, hung out. And then this podcast... <laughs> Oh, yikes. So I feel like I do need to bring up what I messaged Hannah. It is a week ago, right? So um, it was eight days ago. mm -hmm. I sent you this message eight days ago. (laughs) And as context, I was, Jared and I were were doing some stuff on our house and um, I was sitting on the couch uh, playing Sims as one does (laughs) on a Saturday afternoon. (laughs) And I text Hannah. So I said, and I quote, I... (laughs) 
This is so dramatic. I need you to take me seriously when I say this because I mean it with my whole heart. (laughs) My next sentence is, I think we should start a podcast dead serious. What a drama. What a dramatic way to introduce this topic. But I was on board 100% from the beginning. You literally text me back and said, I'm definitely into this. And yeah, eight days later, uh, eight days, um, shout out to Amazon for uh, delivering this, this mic. Yeah. Um, So it seems like it's been a really long time. I think we've been itching to do this since he sent me that. Yeah. We've seen each other. I think, well, maybe we just saw each other once, but we've like videoed. We video uh, chatted, uh, I think five times in the last week. Yeah. Maybe excessively. Yeah. But a good amount of time to just like really ramp up the excitement. So yeah. if we haven't effectively conveyed it, we are pumped to be here and yeah. I'm very excited to be chatting with you all. So, um, yeah. Yeah. That's where we, that's where we are. I think so. Uh, to, yeah. Go ahead. Up to this point. I wanted to know though, do you have like a background in podcasting, broadcasting, anything like that? Um, I only have experience with like audio production, mm-hmm. which I got in photo school. Yep. It's like the technical. Um, Yeah. The technical side of things, mainly video. So Hmm. as far as broadcasting goes, the answer is no. I've done some voiceovers on TikTok. I don't think that counts (laughs) as as anything, but back at you. Do you have an experience? Um, well, I mean, I kind of thought you would recognize me. Um, Oh my gosh, do I have a famous person in my, in uh, my You might, site. yeah. So, um, and I'm sure some of our listeners are crossover followers from my um, time as as um, <laughs> the host of The Global Gaze. Oh! Yes, a, a university <laughs> <laughs> radio show. Um, so, yeah, I ran, I... I was the host of a radio show in college oh for, I would have been 16 weeks, so a semester. And my university had a lot of international students. And I really I took advantage of that as, as like content for my, my, my radio program. And I would have a student from a different country on my show every week. Wow. Yeah, it was really fun. I learned so much. And so we would chat about their home country and um, customs and holidays and food and language and music. So uh, it's a radio show. So often there's music. And instead of playing music that people um, actually like is popular or that people listen to or set of a specific genre every single week, it was vastly different because it was that person bringing their kind of favorite music to to the show. Yeah. And um, so we'd play that. And yeah, we had, you know, I'm sure that the audience is going to have severe crossover because we had listeners in the Midwest, AKA uh, my family. (laughs) (laughs) And then we had listeners in Webster Groves, Missouri, AKA uh, students who were friends of ours who would listen to us because they were friends of ours. And then we had um, one very um, loyal listener in Perth, Western Australia, who uh, better be a repeat listener because that is my husband. And he was obsessed with me. So <laughs> I was who listening. Would, who's not obsessed with you, <laughs> Hannah? I mean, yeah, they repeat followers. That's he, what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then we would have followers from all over the world, listeners for one episode. They yeah. never came back. Well, they would be listening for their like Loved friend. One. Or, yes. Yeah. 
Um, so you could see, and I actually only got into it because a friend of mine was in broadcasting okay. and like at the university that was, she was yeah. studying and, um, she was like, anyone can do it. And I was like, okay, you're like me, <laughs> I'm anyone. Let's do it. Wait, that's so fun. Yeah. So, um, I didn't know it was live. So, it was live. Yeah. Cause it was radio. Oh, um, so my prep was like writing on a piece of paper <sighs> and coming and doing it live with this person. I felt so snazzy. You have no idea. I like big, big You headphones. are a trained professional. Yeah. So I, not to you like made it big time, make you feel like in awe of me or like, Oh, um, I am. <laughs> I am, go. In, That's my background. I, am, I am in the site of royalty in, mm-hmm. in radio royalty. Yeah, ro- radio broadcasting royalty. That's incredible. I think what they say is that you come you become a professional when you've done something for 16 weeks, seven mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. And I you heard know, that. Yeah, common common, common saying. saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So I'm excited to be back in the world of oh broadcasting. Um, yeah. So we we're pumped to be here with you guys. We'll be dropping episodes every Monday. Yeah. So start the week off right. Mm-hmm. Chatting with you about uh, our lives here, about different topics. Yeah. About moving abroad, um, about being married into interculturally. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just here to hang. Yeah. We're so hang and have fun. If there's anything that you want to chat with us about, um, we are on the socials. Yes, We're you can follow media. us on Instagram at we'll be right underscore podcast, as well as on TikTok with the exact same name, exact same handle. We'll be right underscore podcast. Yeah. So we hope to um, see you sliding in our DMs soon, and we're really excited to chat with you guys. So great. I think this week. I think we'll be all right. What do you think? I think we'll be all right. Yeah. All right, guys. Bye. Chat soon. Bye. Bye.